This is a podcast from CSIS, the Center for Strategic and International Studies. For more, visit CSIS.org. Hello, and thanks for tuning into the CSIS Cybersecurity Podcast Series. My name is Denise Jung, and I'm the Program Manager and Research Assistant with the Technology and Public Policy Program at CSIS. As you may know, General Keith B. Alexander, the director of the National Security Agency, was recently confirmed as the commander of Cyber Command. He was here earlier today at CSIS for his first speaking engagement since confirmation. General Alexander, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Deputy Secretary Lynn said at STRATCOM last Wednesday that a core mission of Cyber Command is to assist civil authorities and the industry, especially those operating critical infrastructure. How do you see Cyber Command performing this mission? Well, Cyber Command's primary mission is to ensure the defense of our military information networks, but clearly ensuring the cybersecurity of our nation is a team sport, one that will require leveraging all the instruments of national power to include the military. While it is DHS's role to defend federal government networks and to coordinate the defense of our nation's critical infrastructure, Cyber Command may be called upon to assist with the protection of this infrastructure through a request for assistance, or in an an extreme situation may be called upon to support U.S. NORTHCOM, which was established to serve as the focal point uh, for our Defense Support to Civil Authorities mission uh, within DOD. Key to success in the cyber domain is creating robust partnerships, not just with the combatant commands and services, but across the whole of government to include DHS, law enforcement, the intelligence community, our allies, in particular, industry. We have been building these partnerships over the past several years as part of a joint task force for global network operations and our joint interagency task force for cyber, uh, run previously by the Joint Functional Component Command for Net Warfare. We will continue to grow and strengthen these partnerships as Cybercom matures, ensuring we have the right relationships in place to provide optimal situational awareness Uh, of our collective networks as well as uh, the right agreements in place to allow us to agilely share threat data while ensuring that we protect the privacies and civil liberties of our people. To some degree, NSA has already been providing assistance to DHS, for example, Einstein, and the private sector, um, the Google scenario. Will Cyber Command assume this mission from NSA? Uh, No, NSA will continue to provide technical assistance in the form of expertise and technologies to DHS and the private sector as part of the Comprehensive National Cybersecurity Initiative. To allow Cyber Command to leverage NSA's foreign intelligence collection capability and information assurance experience, their mission and authorities remain separate. Cyber Command will not assume any of NSA's extant missions. We hear daily from the Defense Department about the need to react at network speed. If Cyber Command sees a highly sophisticated and damaging attack in progress, how will it balance the need to react at network speed with the need to make a calculated strategic move? A couple of issues on this one here, and I'm going to hit this a little bit differently because uh, from my perspective, um, what we have to do is to set up standing rules of engagement. What are the things that we can and must do and have to do at network speed? If you think about um, the way warfare has been in the past, where 
you know, 300 years ago, you know, a nation that was attacking us would take weeks to get here to 30 years ago, a missile would take 30 minutes to get here to submarines, five minutes, to now cyber attacks happening in milliseconds. The issue now is one of how do we beforehand determine the rules of engagement or the standing rules of engagement. And so I think the first and most important part of that is to come up with the standing rules of engagement that everybody understands what we will do to secure our nation and our networks from both a DHS perspective and a Defense Department perspective. Within those, we will predetermine the strategic uh, uh, offsets that we have. What's the strategy if we let X occur, somebody to attack in one zone, uh, and delay our response? I think in most cases, though, we will probably go towards reacting, mitigating the threat versus allowing something to happen to our networks. So then how, how close are we to having uh, the doctrine and the policies in place that will let us respond at, at network speed that, that you referred to? Well, there's a lot of work in progress and uh, will be one of our greatest challenges over the upcoming years to ensure we have the right doctrine, the right policies and authorities in place to operate in cyberspace and to develop those standing rules of engagement that I mentioned. As you know, this is a major focus area uh, of this year's Quadrennial Defense Review, and we're working closely with USD policy folks to inform their efforts to craft an updated policy framework. Google went to NSA for assistance when it was attacked last winter. What does the Google experience tell us about private-public partnerships and working for the private sector? Well, I think, first of all, NSA has extensive public-private uh, public partnerships uh, with industry across the board, within the government across the board. We have a responsibility uh, to protect national security systems and those vendors that create stuff for national security systems. One of the major challenges we face is putting the right framework in place to ensure that we can effectively share threat information with our industry partners as well as best cybersecurity practices. In many ways, industry leads the way with respect to innovation and practices to ensure the security of our networks. We need to be able to tap into this culture of innovation and capitalize on it as we build our capacity in cyber command. The Enduring Security Framework an organization sponsored by the DNI, DOD, and DHS is one mechanism for bringing together key elements of the IT industry to help build the right framework for public-private partnership. What if they're requesting assistance for a particular attack or, or an episode? What kind of vehicles are used to facilitate collaboration between NSA or Cyber Command and the private sector? So, there, so there's three points of entry generally speaking, that come into the government when you think about a private industry saying, I have a problem, I need help. It's the FBI from a law enforcement perspective, it's DHS from a public perspective, and it's NSA from a national security system perspective. And oftentimes the problem overlaps all three. And so what happens is industry would bring together one of whoever was attacked would bring that issue forward to those three players, and those players would work together to help solve it. The question, the real question that I think you're getting to is, so we can't help, let's say we have 10,000 companies out there, every company that has a cyber issue, we can't run out and help them. What we do is we look at it from a national security system perspective. Does the information that that company is, that they're using, 
Is it widely used for the government, and does it create vulnerabilities for the government if that system fails or that software fails? And so we look at it in that respect. That's, that's where we, NSA, come in. And we also provide support to other government entities. So if the Department of Treasury came forward and said, hey, we have a problem, this bank has an issue, we would go look at it as part of the Treasury team, probably with FBI and DHS, and we'd provide technical assistance. On the issue of deterrence, is it is it possible in cyberspace? Um, how will we deter attacks, and will it require cross-domain deterrence? I think that the key first issue is we've got to build defensible networks. That's the first part. Uh, that's our focus within Cyber Command is to ensure that we have the right capabilities, the right people, the right training, and the right enforcement mechanisms uh, in place uh, to enable our military forces to be able to defend those networks from the vast majority of threats out there with the right culture, conduct, and capabilities. I believe we can mitigate about 80% of the threats against our network. For the more high-end, sophisticated threat, that upper 20%, uh, we leverage both the intelligence community and the information assurance community to both allow us to better understand the threat and then to put countermeasures into the place to proactively and dynamically respond to this threat whether that may be hunting within our networks or using technology to actively mitigate these threats at the boundary. These technologies do provide us some cross-domain solutions. I think with respect to deterrence, it kind of goes back to one of the questions that we were asked in the previous forum. Uh, the nation states are going to have to get together and lay down the rules of the road. That's not necessarily a cyber command lead. That's a State Department and administration lead. We'll provide technical support. I think uh, when, you, when you look at that, that's going to be the first key component to a valid deterrence strategy when nations get together and say, here's how we're going to secure our networks, here's what's acceptable behavior, and here's what's not. And I think we've got to get to that. Thank you, General. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more content, visit CSIS.org.